Thank you for tuning in to WISE Presents Tax-Efficient Charitable Giving. This is the second installment of our podcast on tax-efficient charitable giving. Today, we'll focus on qualified charitable distributions, otherwise known as a QCD. Please see the WISE website at wiseinvestors.org for the podcast focusing on donor advised funds. My name is Stephanie King, and I'm a WISE board member. WISE is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to empower women and girls through education about personal finance. I'm joined today by Nella Webster O'Grady, a certified financial planner with over 30 years of experience providing investment management and financial advising services to clients in Southern California. Nella is currently a partner and investment advisor at Ocean Heights Advisors in Newport Beach. She's also a WISE advisory board member. Thank you, Nella, for joining us to talk about QCDs. And as always, it's important to note, this interview is solely educational. We encourage our listeners to follow up with a tax or investment advisor who can tailor advice to an individual's unique circumstances, because unfortunately, we're not able to do that in this recorded interview format. So Nella, I know you're going to provide some details for our listeners, but before you do that, I'd like to summarize three key points I learned from you as we prepared for this podcast. First, qualified charitable distributions, or QCDs, are a tax-efficient way to extend charitable giving that is available specifically to people of retirement age who must take a minimum distribution from their retirement account each year. Second, if a person is of a retirement age and doesn't need the money, say she's still working or fortunate enough to meet her financial needs without withdrawing funds from a retirement account, A QCD gives her the opportunity to direct the full amount of her required minimum distribution to the charities of her choice, and these funds avoid being taxed. A final point, the giver not only reduces her tax bill, but importantly, as we'll hear from Nella herself, she is able to derive the personal satisfaction of seeing her money help the charitable causes she cares most about during her lifetime. And with that, let's dive into the details. Tell me a little bit more, Nella, about what a QCD is and how and who is eligible to use this strategy. So a QCD, as I will refer to them, because that's a mouthful to try to state what it is, um, it allows individuals who are 70 and a half or older to donate up to 100,000 total to one or more charities directly from a taxable IRA instead of taking their required minimum distribution. Now, the tax laws have changed in the last few years to go up to age 72. So somebody that's uh, still working and doesn't want to take their deduction does not have to do it when they hit 70 and a half unless they were at that age before the tax laws changed. But the rule now is anyone 72 and older will have required minimum distributions from their IRAs that need to be taken by December 31st of the year when that deduction becomes known. Um, And I guess the other thing, one of the ways to tell whether you need one or not is with the brokerage firms, they value the accounts on December 31st of the year in which you turn, it was 70 and a half, but 72. And you have to take the the required minimum distribution um, that year, uh, the, the, I'm sorry, the current year, <laughs> um, the next year that that you're going to um, be 72, you'll be required to take that by year end by December of that year. 
Okay. So um, it sounds like if a person is in that zone where they are required to take distribution from the retirement account, um, for example, if they're still working, they may say, you know, I don't need to, I don't need that money right now. Um, when I take the distribution, it's going to be taxed. Um, the gains are going to be taxed. What other strategies might I consider to um, use that required distribution to maybe help somebody else and also stretch that dollar a little further by giving it to a charity so that those gains are not taxed. Is that right? That's no, that's exactly right. And especially for people, one that are still working or two would like to let their um, account continue to grow until they need the money but you're still required to do that required minimum distribution. And the way that it's handled is through um, the brokerage firm that has your investment account and knows what the RMD is. And that can be for multiple accounts. So if you had accounts at three different organizations, you can take the charitable de deduction from one or all three of the um, IRAs that that have a required minimum distribution. You need to sum those up because your primary investment person is not going to necessarily know. A lot of people choose to do the, the, the charitable um, distribution from each of the accounts so that they know that that has all been taken care of, but you can blend it for one IRA and make the whole amount out of that particular IRA. Um, so it's a fairly simple process but you need to go back to the brokerage firm. Um, and there's a special form for a distribution that you would fill out or have your investment advisor fill out. That's what we generally do for our clients that are doing this. And there's just one box that needs to be checked that it is, uh, 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 and they'll spell it out, a QCD, Qualified Charitable um, Distribution. And it also asks, who is it going to go to? You don't have to apply, apply their tax ID number. But the way some of the um, investment houses work is some will send it directly to that charity that you want it to go to. And they'll even put a memo line on it if you have a particular cause you want to support at that nonprofit. Or um, what Schwab tends to do is they will send the check either to your investment advisor or to you personally, but it's made out to the charity. That way you have it and can make a copy of it for your tax records and then forward the check yourself to the proper person at the organization that you're trying to benefit. I see. Okay. So it sounds like, um, I guess the first thing you have to be aware of are, are if you have multiple accounts that you might have a required minimum distribution for each of those accounts. And then to work with um, somebody at each of those um, brokerage firms to, uh, to help you direct that minimum distribution to a charity if that's what you choose to do. Of course, this is, this is presuming that you don't, um, you don't need the funds at that time for your retirement, um, for your retirement needs. Okay, so it sounds then though, like the, um, the broker terms are set up with a form to make this fairly easy. So the idea being, you know, once you've made the decision, that you'd like your minimum distribution to be used for charity, then it's a matter of working with whoever houses 
that retirement account to get the form uh, to direct that minimum distribution to a charity instead of uh, to your own taxable account. Is that right? And yes. And one of the things I should have mentioned is you don't need to do that entire required minimum distribution to one charity. I mean, you can split it into whatever increments you want to make those gifts. It's just that it's the same thing as the, the donor advised fund. You can't have a benefit coming back to you from these gifts. So it's if you've got a larger um, required minimum distribution after all your years of working, I wound up when I hit that level of using those donations as my primary charitable event. And I say it sort of tongue in cheek. Um, I, I'm very donative. It's not big dollars, but I have a lot of people I want to support. And my son said something that really clicked for me. He said, mom, if you want to give larger amounts and have something named after you, do it now because I don't want to wait till you're gone and it's in your will or trust and I have to fly out for some massive donation you made to somebody, which he was saying it tongue in cheek. But the more I thought about it, I really love using my required distribution now while I'm still working and don't need the income to really make a difference. And the reward I get of knowing that I've helped somebody during my lifetime means so much to me. So um, it's something that I, I, encourage people that are still working and don't need the funds right now to consider using. They may not have appreciated stock, but if they've got a required minimum distribution, it's a great alternative that they're going to pay taxes on if they don't give it away. Mm -hmm. I love that idea of um, feeling the benefit of having given um, while you are able to um, appreciate yeah. that feeling of giving, um, as opposed to waiting for, um, for proceeds to be distributed to your, your favorite charities after, yeah. after you pass. So thank you for that. Uh, when might a QCD not be right for somebody? Um, if you've got stocks that have grown substantially in value, it may make more sense and provide greater tax benefit to no donate them to the charity instead of taking a QCD. So it's a combination of things, even though you may be eligible to use that um, qualified charitable distribution, um, look at the donor advised fund or look at stocks that you have that may make more sense to donate in that particular tax year. Um, the other thing is um, if you want to the tax deduction for the current year and then support the charities over time when you can, Contributing to the donor advised fund may be the better option. So, um, you know, and if you're considering a large charitable donation, the your CPA or financial advisor can help minimize your tax liability and maximize the value and impact of your gift by choosing the right strategy or a combination of strategies for your particular situation. The QCD is a wonderful way to make a difference now when the needs in our community are really great. And that's part of why I like to use it in, in concert with a donor advised fund. Right, yeah, that's, that's a great message, I think. Um, so in terms of, of next steps, it sounds like get in touch. If you have an investment advisor, they can help hold your hand through this process, determine if a QCD is the right um, approach to your tax efficient giving uh, goals, or if, a donor advice fund or some combination of the two is right. If one doesn't have an investment advisor, is this, you know, these are questions I presume that, that the broker who holds 
their um, or who houses their retirement assets um, can help them navigate. Is that right? Absolutely. And if the broker is not knowledgeable on these, they can always talk with the operations people at those brokerage firms, because there's something that everybody that handles IRAs has to have somebody equipped for how do you make those distributions. Okay, wonderful. Well, great. So this is a great companion piece to the Donor Advice Fund podcast we did earlier. If you missed that, please check the wiseinvestors.org website. Um, In terms of qualified charitable distributions, again, like donor advised funds, it's a way that may help you um, maximize your your giving um, because the the, uh, transfer of assets will will avoid um, some taxes and therefore extend the amount that you're able to give your favorite charities. Um, Thank you, Nella, again, for sharing your wisdom on tax efficient charitable giving. We so appreciate it. My pleasure.